Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Nittai Gaur Hari Bol, Hari Bol, Hari Bol, Hari Jaya Jaya Prabhupada, Prabhupada, Prabhu Pāt, Prabhu Pāt, Premanande Hari Hari Bhol Jayong Vishnupad Paramhangsha Palibraja Kacharju Ashtuttar Shatu Shri Srimad Abhay Charanara Bindu Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada Ki Jai. Iskan Founder Acharya His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai. Namacharya Srila Haridash Thakur Ki Jai. Prem Sikahu Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivashadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai. Shri Shri Radha Krishna Gop Gopinath Sham Kunda Radha Kunda Giri Govardhan Ki Jai Shri Vrindavan Dham Ki Jai Shri Mathura Dham Ki Jai Shri Jagannath Puri Dham Ki Jai Shri Mayapur Navadir Dham Ki Jai Ganga Mai Ki Jai Jamuna Mai Ki Jai Bhakti Devi Ki Jai Tulasi Maharani Ki Jai Harinam Sankirtan Ki Jai Shamaveto Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanande Hari Hari All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Namong Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale. Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine. Namaste Sharashati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunnavadi Paschatta Vishutadine Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Just reading from 
Bhagavad Gita as it is by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. And sometimes I just open a page and whatever verse comes, I discuss that one. So I just opened it and it opened to chapter 8, text 5. Antakale cha mameva smaran mukta kalevaram yah prayati sa madbhavam jati nastatra sangsaya Antakale chama meva smaran mukta kalevaram ya prayati samad bhavam yati nastatra sankshaya Antakale chama meva Smaran Mukta Kalevaram Yaprayati Samadbhavam Yati Nastatra Sankshaya Antakale Chamameva Smaran Mukta Kalevaram Yaprayati samadbhavam Yati nastatra samshaya Antakale at the end of life Cha also Mam me Eva Certainly, smaran, remembering, muktva, quitting, kalevaram, the body, ya, he who, prayati, goes, sa, he, madbhavam, my nature, yati, achieves, na, not. Asti, there is, Atra, here, Samshaya, doubt. Translation by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. And whoever at the end of his life quits his body, remembering me alone, at once attains my nature of this there is no doubt. Please repeat after me. And whoever at the end of his life quits his body remembering me alone at once attains my nature. Of this there is no doubt. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. In this verse, the importance of Krishna consciousness is stressed. Anyone who quits his body in Krishna consciousness is at once transferred 
to the transcendental nature of the Supreme Lord. The Supreme Lord is the purest of the pure. Therefore, anyone who is constantly Krishna conscious is also the purest of the pure. The word smaran, remembering, is important. Remembrance of Krishna is not possible for the impure soul who has not practiced Krishna consciousness in devotional service. Therefore, one should practice Krishna consciousness from the very beginning of life. If one wants to achieve success at the end of his life, the process of remembering Krishna is essential. Therefore, one should constantly, incessantly chant the Mahamantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Lord Chaitranya has advised that one be as tolerant as a tree, Tarud Eva Shahishnuna. There may be so many impediments for a person who is chanting Hare Krishna. Nonetheless, tolerating all these impediments, one should continue to chant Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So that at the end of one's life, one can have the full benefit of Krishna consciousness. Antakale chamameva smaran mukta kalevaram japrayati samadbhavam jati nastatra samsaya. And whoever at the end of his life quits his body, remembering me alone, at once attains my nature. Of this there is no doubt. Although uh, every single verse of Bhagavad Gita is of absolute importance, this one has a very special, special significance. Because what is the ultimate, uh, what is the ultimate end of life? And what is the most important state of our life? Or death? Material nature, in material nature, there is only one absolute truth. Absolute truth means which is inevitable to everyone. It's bound to happen. Otherwise, in this material nature, everything is relative. There's only one absolute truth, and that is death. Jatasahi dhruva mrittur. Whoever is born is bound to die. No matter whether we accept it or not. Although everyone thinks that he is not going to die. Yudhishthir Maharaj was asked by Dharmaraj in disguise of a crane. 
he asked him few questions the condition was that if he cannot if he could not answer his questions properly then he would die how many of you know that story know, know that incident from shri mahabharat okay most of you know how many of you don't know how many of you want to hear <laughs> okay once the pandavas when they were in the forest they came across and they became very thirsty then sahadev climbed up a high tree and found a lake not too far away so uh, he decided to go to fetch the water because all of them were very very thirsty for a long time sahadev didn't come back then nakul went what happened to find out then he also after a long time away after a long waiting didn't come back so then arjun went then bhima went and then finally uh, yudhishthir maharaj went when none of them came back Yudhishthira Maharaj came to the lake and he found that all his four brothers are dead their dead bodies are lying there so he was so thirsty the first thing he did was just went to drink some water he was surprised to see all his four brothers are dead so as he was about to touch the water he heard a voice saying don't touch the water i'll ask you some questions and if you can answer the questions then only you will be able to drink the water otherwise you also will die like your other brothers and so he uh, refrained from drinking water and he saw could see anybody then he said okay what are the questions so a series of questions were asked and one of the questions was what is the most surprising thing in this world kimarshchurchum what is the most amazing thing was the most surprising or one yeah amazing thing in this world judishri maharaj's answer was although everyone is seeing that so many people have died in the past so many people are dying in the present and so many are, and everyone else will die in future he thinks that he is not going to die actually these answers of yudhishthira maharaj were so full of wisdom now isn't isn't it true do we ever think that we are going to die theoretically we may consider yes some day i will die especially after we came to krishna consciousness and got the wisdom <laughs> 
absolute wisdom. We know that it cannot be avoided, but still, at the uh, back of our mind, we harbor the thought, I won't die. Of course, there is no surprise to see, to feel that way. Because in reality, we will not die. The one that we are, are not going to die. That's why everyone feels that way. Because he knows that what he is, he will continue. He'll leave the body. The body will die. He will not die. As long as one identifies oneself with the body, he will die. The one who doesn't identify with the body, he will not. And especially coming to Krishna consciousness, we become aware of this fact. But Yudhishthira Maharaj's answer was so appropriate. Everybody thinks that that's the most amazing thing. Although everyone is destined to die, in the past everyone died, uh, and in future everyone will die, but still we think that we won't die. So, <clears throat> here Krishna is giving us the secret of attaining immortality. Just in one verse, that's the wonderful thing about Bhagavad Gita. Uh, practically every verse is tipped with such wisdom. Like, just consider, if you can properly understand this one verse, all the problems of life is solved. Uh, properly understanding this one particular verse, we can solve all the problems of our life. What is the real problem in life? What is the biggest problem? What is the origin of all? What is the source of all problems? The source of all problems is death. Fear. We are leading life of fear. What is the ultimate source of fear? The source of fear is death. All the fear is actually generating from that. Because we are afraid to die. We are, we are, we are afraid of uh, being attacked. We are afraid of terrorists. <laughs> Why? Because we are afraid that the terrorists will cause us to die. We are afraid of disease. Uh, because we are afraid that the disease will cause us to die. Uh, so in this way we can see like all the fears are actually coming from death. But when one recognizes this reality, the fact... The death is only a matter of changing body. We are not going to die. The person that I am is not going to die. Persons that we are, uh, that is, that we all are spiritual beings. And from that spirit soul actually 
our consciousness comes. And that consciousness is the factor of our main factor of our existence. I am because I am conscious. So that consciousness will always prevail. Consciousness will always be there. When we fall asleep, the bo- we are not aware of the body, but are we conscious? In deep sleep, we are not conscious. But when you are dreaming, whether it is pleasant dream or nightmare, whether it is sweet dream or a nightmare, irrespective of that, we are aware of our identity, we are aware of ourselves. Now in dream, we are actually conscious of a subtle body. But beyond that subtle body is the soul, which is the source of consciousness. I am, that awareness is coming from the soul. Now the consideration is, how can we become situated in our soul? How can we become situated in our spiritual identity? And Prabhupada is pointing out uh, is by constantly remembering Krishna. Actually, Krishna pointed out uh, man mana bhavo. Uh, with your mind, you always think of me. Uh, you always think of me. So, uh, that is the secret. Uh, think of Krishna means becoming aware of Krishna. Like, our material existence is when our consciousness is projected away from Krishna. Away from Krishna means Krishna's external energy. So our consciousness is tiny, tiny, like a ray. On how many points the ray can be projected? Uh, only at one point uh, at a time. Isn't it? A ray can be projected only to one point. So either we are pro- our consciousness is projected to Krishna or our consciousness is projected away from Krishna. When our consciousness is projected away from Krishna, what is away from Krishna? Away from Krishna is Krishna's external energy. So the moment our consciousness is shifted away from Krishna, we perceive the inferior external energy of Krishna. This external energy of Krishna is inferior to his internal potencies. And we all are coming from uh, Krishna's internal potency. The souls, we all spirit souls are coming from Krishna, Krishna's internal potency. Therefore, when the spirit soul comes in contact with the material nature, that is Krishna's external energy, he naturally develops a tendency to 
lord over. Because it is the natural characteristic of superior to dominate over inferior. It's a natural tendency. So we are coming from Krishna's superior energy and coming in contact with Krishna's inferior energy. Therefore, we develop a tendency to lord over. Uh, and that gives us the first covering of material nature. The covering of false ego. Ahankar. That is our mistaken identity. Uh, false identity. Wrong identity. Mistaken identity. So that is our uh, the first covering. Mistaken identity in the sense, uh, originally, actually, we are uh, the servants of Krishna. But coming in contact with the material nature, we are thinking we are the Lord of this nature. So that is the false ego or false identity. Then we begin to consider how we are going to lord over this material nature. That gives us the second covering of intelligence. And then, through the mind, our con consciousness is constantly flowing towards the material direction. And in this way, with the false ego, with intelligence and with mind, we get our uh, entanglement in the material nature or the coverings of the material nature. As a result of that, we develop a subtle body with these three subtle elements. And then according to the shape of the subtle body, the material nature gives us an appropriate gross body made out of five gross elements. This gross body. And in this, with this gross body and subtle body, the living entity is now entrapped, bound to this material nature. All, all this happened just because we projected our consciousness away from Krishna. Just because we looked away from Krishna. Krishna bhuli shej, Krishna bohir mukh hoya bhogoban chakori. Bohir mukh means averse, shifting the consciousness from Krishna to the external inferior energy or maya. Therefore, nikotastha maya tare japutiyadhari. The maya which is standing nearby, nikotastha, japutiyadhari, embraces him tightly. Now, because of our shifting our consciousness away from Krishna, we got ourselves in this mess, uh, material nature, material bondage. Now, what is the way out of it? We have to just 
go back to our original cause of our material bondage. Looking away from Krishna. Look towards Krishna. Therefore Krishna is saying, Manmana Bhava. Manmana Bhava. Stink of me constantly, all the time. Which means, Manmana Bhava means, uh, with your consciousness, you simply think of me. Which means, shift your consciousness now towards me. Consciousness has been projected towards the external energy. Now project your consciousness to Krishna's, to Krishna. Uh, that means Krishna's internal potency. And when we, that is what Krishna consciousness is. That's what Prabhupada is pointing out. Just think of Krishna. Think of Krishna means become conscious of Krishna. Become conscious of Krishna means project your consciousness to Krishna. It's only a matter of shifting our consciousness. There's some other very wonderful uh, analogy and examples have been given to make that point clear. Uh, what actually, in another way to look at it, uh, what actually happens when you look away from Krishna? You see, Krishna has been compared to the sun. Krishna Surya Sama. Krishna is like the sun. And we are like the rays of the sun. That is our relationship with Krishna. Rays of the sun. Now, if we put, if we look away from the sun, then what happens? When you look away from the sun, then what do you see? You see the shadow. You see your shadow. And as a result of that, you begin to identify yourself with your shadow. Looking away from sun causes us to look at our shadow. And that is what is happening in this material. Material conditioning means we are simply seeing our shadow which is caused by the absence of the sun. The sun is shadow means the absence of the sun, the absence of the light of the sun. Now, now let us consider, we shift, our vi- we shift our vision, we look towards the sun. Is there any room for the shadow? Another beautiful example has been given in this respect, like a spark and fire. Spark is fire, but tiny fire. And when the spark comes out of the fire, then what happens? It gets extinguished. Does it retain, can it retain the fiery qualities? No. It loses its fiery qualities and falling on a heap of ash, that speck of, uh, that was a spark at one time, becomes ash. Falling on a heap of ash, 
that that was fire at one time now has become ash in a similar way when uh, we come out of krishna uh, when our consciousness is shifted away from krishna we lose our spiritual qualities and falling on a heap of ash or falling on this material nature we identify ourselves with matter that's what is happening to us now we are identifying ourselves with matter this body is me this is me but in reality i am a spiritual being a part and parcel of krishna but to in order to retain or in order to regain our spiritual quality what we have to do we have to just go like consider the spark now if it is placed back into fire will become fire again similarly when we reestablish our relationship with krishna when the consciousness is back to krishna or simple simple words when we become krishna conscious then we regain our spiritual identity once again and developing our spiritual identity we achieve the spiritual qualities they are inherent in us but the only consideration is that we have to become connected to the supreme spiritual personality krishna then those spiritual qualities which is eternity knowledge and bliss will automatically be regained this way you can see time and time again we can see how scientific krishna consciousness is otherwise in this world whatever is going on in the name of religion is just some faith just some mental concoction just some following some rituals but what we are following is not any of those we are dealing with real truth absolute truth and scientifically it is established and that's why we have a very big hope that if we present this subject matter properly the intelligent class of people will accept it the other day i was in london and few months back i was in london also at that time i was told that 45% of british population do not have religion 45% of the people don't have religion that means 45% british population do not believe in god do not believe in spiritual identity so a few days back when i was there about 3 weeks back when i was there i just happened to mention that and then somebody corrected me he said no it's not 45% it's 56% anyway my response to that was that's a good sign that 56% of the population don't have any religion is a good sign 
because they are showing uh, it is showing that these people are intelligent people because they are intelligent they are not accepting what is going on in the name of religion today who will accept what is going on in the name of religion today especially when you see that in the name of religion such genocide is going on such killing of massive number of people is going on terrorism is prevailing in the name of religion who will accept that kind of religion so it's a good sign good sign in the sense that shows that if we can properly present real religion to them then those 56% people are going to become our candidates because it is due to their intelligence that they have rejected what's going on in the name of religion so when we present what real religion is what is real religion that reminds me also the same thing same point actually came up in one of the uh, one of the programs a question came up what is the relationship between religion and spirituality and my answer to that was religion is the means to understand the spiritual reality uh, religion is the means to understand the spiritual reality therefore in simple words we can say religion is the science to understand the spiritual reality if we consider that physics is the science to understand energy from my obeisances when I came the deities were closed if physics is the science to understand energy isn't it uh, light heat electricity magnetism and sound five different types of energy and physics is dealing with that in uh, chemistry is the science to understand the elements 
different elements are existing and the study of that or understanding those elements are chemistry. Biology is the science to understand life. Actually, is zoology. Anyway, biology. Mathematics is a science to understand numbers. Neurology is the science of understanding the functioning of the mind or brain. So science means a systematic study of understanding a subject. So there is a subject, spiritual realities. So thus, systematic study of the spiritual reality is actually religion. But today religions have become some blind faith or some mere ritual. One American philosopher, William Durant, while describing Christianity's progress, he actually made a very nice observation, which actually applies to every religion today. He said a religion remains a religion for first few years. Then it becomes a philosophy. Then it becomes a political convenience. And then it becomes a mere ritual. So today most of the religions have become mere rituals. That is the degradation, degeneration of religion. What is existing today. But Krishna consciousness is presenting real religion. Giving the proper understanding of what spiritual reality is. And spiritual reality begins with our identity, as Krishna presented in Bhagavad Gita. Our identity being spiritual. We all are spiritual beings. We are not these bodies. Then, we all came from another reality. We are not a product of some combination of matter under certain pressure and temperature. We are coming from another reality. Beyond this material nature, there is another reality, the spiritual reality. There are two natures, two reality, two domains, jara prakriti and para prakriti. Uh, This is the world of matter and there is the world of spirit, spiritual reality. And in that spiritual reality, there is the supreme predominating uh, personality. And that is Krishna. So the systematic study begins there. Our identity, spiritual reality, and the Supreme Personality of Godhead.
And then it continues further. What's our relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead? He is the source and we are his parts and parcels. So the utility of the part lies in its connection to the whole. Therefore, the utility or the purpose of our existence lies in our connection to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then how that connection can be established? Yes, the means have been provided. Abhidhaya, Bhakti. Loving relationship with the Supreme Personality of God. Then the consideration is, what is the need? Why do we need to re-establish our relationship with Him? Because we, what we actually want can be achieved only when we become connected to Him. What do we actually want? We want joy. We all want to enjoy, we all want joy, ananda. And the ananda will be achieved only when we develop our relationship with Him. So in this way, uh, is giving us uh, the perfect process of fulfilling our existence. Achieving the ultimate fulfillment of our existence. So, <laughs> Antakale Chamameva Smaran Mukta Kalevaram. We practice to develop our relationship with Him, and when we do that, then what happens? At the time of death, when the time comes to become free from the bondage of this body, we'll go back. And it has also been pointed out that what will happen if we can't remember Krishna at that time of death? Uh, as uh, King Kula Shekhar is praying, Prana Prayana Samayi Kofobhatu Pitto Kanthavarodhano Vidho Smaranam Kutasti Prana Prayana Samayi at the time of death my voice will be choked with mucus, air and bile. At that time, in that very, very distressful condition, how will I be able to remember you? And the answer to that has been given. Even if we forget Krishna, Krishna will not forget us, provided we have faithfully tried to develop our relationship with Him. Therefore, on our part, when, our con when we are conscious, when we are active, let us try to develop our relationship with Krishna. Then even if we forget Him at that time, He will not forget us. That is the assurance. Madhbhakta na pranashyati. My devotee will never vanquish. Krishna is giving. Kontya, the assurance. 
Arjun, you go out and declare boldly that my devotee will never vanquish. Those who have dedicated themselves in at my lotus feet, I will protect them. I will take care of them. To have that implicit faith that Krishna will protect me. I am surrendering to the most perfect, perfect master. I am surrendering myself to the most perfect master. Then I can be completely free from any doubt or anxiety. Because he is going to protect me. Thank you all very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Does anybody have any question or comment? Yes. nature mean, I mean, like this remembering Vishnu versus Krishna, there's more to spirituality than there's more to spirituality in this. It's nature. He says that they'll attain by nature. Is there anything specific there or it's they, they're going to attain his abode? Is that, there are they synonymous? Yeah, like all we need to do is just remember, remember him. That's why Prabhupada gave the, such a beautiful you know, uh, uh, turn to this bhakti. Uh, you know, this word, these two words, Krishna consciousness is actually the translation of the word bhakti. Bhakti is the way, and Prabhupada is clarifying what bhakti is, to be Krishna conscious. Just be conscious of Krishna, and the rest will happen. Uh, the abhidhaya, the means, is bhakti. And bhakti actually means to remember Krishna. You see, remembering means projecting our consciousness to Krishna. We are conscious. The spirit souls uh, are conscious beings. So now that consciousness should be projected onto Krishna. And when we do that, then we will automatically be transported to the spiritual reality. Yes, ma'am. Wouldn't it mean attains my nature? The Lord's nature is spiritual. Attains spiritual body. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, this also has been explained. You see, our spiritual body is in relation to our service to Krishna. The need for the spiritual body is to render service to Krishna. So when we stop to serve Krishna, our spiritual body is lost. And we become a tiny little spiritual spark. But as we become engaged in devotional service, 
through this rendering service to Krishna, our spiritual body develops. Uh, and the perfection or sarup siddhi is actually attainment of that spiritual body. Uh, that happens due to our rendering devotional service. Yes, the spiritual body will develop uh, as we develop our relationship with Krishna through our devotional service. Thank you. Hare Krishna, yes, yes. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thanks for a very wonderful lecture. Um, just coming here a few minutes ago, like I, I was contemplating like the current working culture, right? And in fact, uh, the people, most of us go to New York to work. It, it's, it's, it's very, very crazy. Plus, even the corporate culture sucks every drop of your blood. And then with your family responsibilities and things like that, the time for connecting to Krishna, right? You gave such wonderful examples about the sun and the shadow and spark and things like that. It's becoming complicated, like, you know, day by day. So I want to know, Maharaj, first of all, what are the most minimum requirements, like, you know, what do you suggest so that you always stay Krishna conscious? And my second question also is, you said there's such a wonderful opportunity to do preaching, like you said 50% in Britain, they are 56%, they're not Krishna consciousness, they don't have any religion. And what would be my responsibility when I'm struggling, my personal sadhana and things like that, what I can do to do the preaching? Yeah, you see, Maya, the illusory energy of the Lord, will always try to make it difficult for us to go to Krishna. And as the time is passing, you know, Maya's influence is becoming stronger and stronger. Like, for example, you know, when people lived in a very simple environment. He had all the time uh, to cultivate his spiritual identity. But just consider like, okay, uh, sometime back in Calcutta once I was addressing uh, our about 250 congregation devotees in a class in the temple. And during the question-answer session, one point came up. One devotee was saying that he doesn't have the time. He's so busy that he doesn't have the time to chant his 16 rounds. It becomes difficult to complete his 16 rounds. So I asked him whether he is from Calcutta or he came from the village. And he told me that he actually came from the village. So, you're working from how many hours? You know, about 12 hours goes, you know, commuting and working and 12, 13 hour goes. So, <clears throat> you are working so hard. Now, how much of your salary goes to paying the rent? How much of your salary is going to buy the provisions? 
how much your salary goes to transportation how much your salary goes to various other and at the end of the day at the end of the month how much you have left with and he honestly admitted he hardly has anything left so i then i asked him when you were in the village how much you are paying for a house rent nothing <laughs> how much you are paying for provisions very little uh, how much you are paying for your transport practically nothing and you know so you know i just pointed out that look just to live in the city just in order to live in the city you have to work from morning till night whereas if you lived in your village then you didn't have to work and you could have all your time to cultivate your christian consciousness and that actually led to a very nice development and uh, so at one point i asked uh, how many of you want to go you know if the, how many of you want to go back to the village and <laughs> about you know more than 60 hands went up out of 250 and uh, so you know like we took their names and things and it turned out that 40 of them were women and about 20 plus was men so they you know people want to go back as you just raise your hand immediately like you know i mean if you look at it you know like just in order to live in this system uh, we have to really work so hard unless one works really you know this is the arrangement of maya through this modern you know sort of you know technological and industrial development the life has become so complicated just to survive you have to surrender to the system if you don't then you won't be able to survive so somehow or other you know we have to stand up against that and say that we are not going to buy it anymore <laughs> we have to do that at some point you know like i mean if we really want to cultivate our krishna consciousness properly and that's why prabhupada said that there is no need there is so much need for you know rural development and you know farm community and so forth simple living and high thinking now what is happening complex living not only complex living most complex living and no thinking people men have just become robots they are just caught up you know like i mean i mean i don't have to explain to you i mean you know better than me <laughs> like you know so many arrangements and you are stuck forever the bank is saying come get your own house where you paying the money every month as rent own your own house uh, what a allurement uh, i'll have my own house but they are not saying that you know he is stuck for 30 years <laughs> for 30 years he'll have to pay the mortgage and in order to pay the mortgage he'll have to he'll have to surrender to the system 
So let us see, you know, how Krishna consciousness can solve at least our problems to begin with, and then it will solve the world problem. Thank you. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Gaur Premanande. Hare Hare. Let's end with a little kirtan. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare. Hare Rama. Hare Rama. Rama Rama. Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Nittai Gore Haribo 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 Jayo Jayo Prabhupada 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 Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Bhav Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Neti Namine Namaste Sharashati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunnavadi Paschata Dishatarine Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Krishna. So thank you very much Maharaj for such an enlightening class. Thank you very much. So thank you all for coming. And um, just wanted to remind if um, you want Ocean of Mercy which we launched a few months back here from uh, this place itself. So we have a few copies uh, you can get from Maharaj. So if you want please uh, come forward. Hare Krishna. You want the ocean of mercy? No? So you are just giving me a donation. Thank you. Hari Bol, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, he covered Tom.
Thank you. 